the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Air on. Power on. It's time to take your place on the starting grid and get ready for Racer Radio. Your host, Dave Stahl, about to take you for a white-knuckled lap around the motorsports industry, covering everything from top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Watch for the apex, because here comes Racer Radio with Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome to Racer Radio. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you've got a business and you need cashiers or you need somebody to help check people out, well, why don't you check out South uh, Southwest Point of Sale? This is really a great little company. Uh, they've been around for 20 years, and they're designed for small markets, neighborhood grocery stores, liquor stores where you may not need a, a, an actual live body to check people out. They'll come out, take a look at your facility, and if it meets all their criteria, then boom, you guys are on the road to making some money. Super inexpensive. It's about the same price as an old cash register, but yet you have the bonus of being able to change prices on your iPhone wherever you're at. Uh, the delivery, installation, and training is provided by Southwest Point of Sale. You get unlimited technical support. And it comes complete with a barcode reader, a cash box, and a printer. So if you're looking for a, a, a better way to go, go call them at 800-540-2149. 800-540-2149. And if you have a BMW, Mini, or Porsche, Black Forest Motorsports could be your dealer alternative. 8066 Engineer Road in San Diego. Call Black. Go to blackforestautomotive.com and see if they can't. Save you some money in the repair facility. And like I said, 40 years experience. All right there, young lady. What have you done today? We brought in a growing up garage. Those who know him love him already. And those who don't, please take a listen. You're going to love what you hear today. We have the whole, pretty much the whole family. Yeah. See, I should start from one side to the next. Probably to the other. Yeah. start on your right. Yeah, we have Caden, not only a racer, but the host of Growing, growing up, up Garage. We have Lil Sis. Kendall, she races as well and has a big smile and a pretty dress on yes. today. Because and then we have even Lula. Oh, yeah, they were at a birthday party, right? And an even smaller sis, Kylie. And maybe we'll hear if she will eventually become a racer. And then we have Big Papa, Jeremy, the yeah. Johnson family, correct? Exactly. Yeah. Welcome. And your oldest daughter didn't come because we're not cool. No, we are definitely not cool enough anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're moving on. Come on, Dad. Yeah. Come on, Dad. Teenager. So, Caden, I haven't seen you in a while. A couple times off the track. How's Growing Up Garage doing? It's been good. Do you uh, do it weekly? Yes. Any particular day? Um, it's usually like either like a Saturday or a Sunday. Okay. Because it's mostly when we race. 
Oh, you do it. You do it at the track. Yes. Uh, so I, that, okay. Does that work out better at the track? Um. Yeah. Even though you're busy working on the race car, you still find time. Yeah. Well, that could be it. As you break it, you fix it, yeah. and you show how to fix. But how long? How long are your uh, are your video clips? Would you say? Mm, not that long. But I think about. It depends. Depends on the topic. Yes. So you're not talking an hour, an hour and a half now. So five, ten minutes maybe. Would you say roughly? Yeah. Just depends, like you said, on the topic. So I understand you guys have got a uh, a book in the works. Yes. Wow, is that pretty cool? Yes. Do you ever think anybody'd have a book all about you? Um, <laughs> no, because it's not. I'm not the only one part of this. Yeah, well, I noticed that, but you are the. You're. It's part of a team, but you're still the star, right? Yeah. Do you let your sisters come on growing up garage with you? Uh, yes. Well, Kendall, you're in the book, right? Yeah. Yeah. So talk a little bit. So do you like doing the book, Kendall? Yes. You like being on Growing Up Garage? Yes. So for those of you who don't know or not familiar with Growing Up Garage, the premise is kind of, I actually saw one of your quotes, education through experience. Right. A lot of how-to videos, and literally Caden is teaching how to take out a spark plug, how to change a flat. What else are some things that they, they teach? And the tools? So basically... Uh, basic hand tool knowledge. So not only learning the tool, but learning how to use the tool correctly. Um, I mean, really, it's kind of like any good story that, um, you know, a lot of it is, you know, for me, I was a hands-on yeah, exactly. type of person. Like, I know that I learned by actually doing Absolutely. it. So trying to take that um, and use that same sort of concept with the kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's it's even better when the kids are get to get to teach other kids because it's less intimidating as well. When you have an adult trying to teach you how to do something, um, maybe you didn't necessarily have a great example of somebody trying to teach you to do something. I know I can try to teach them to do something and might get frustrated with them (laughs) where the kids are, there isn't that frustration level. They can go and have fun. They might even speak the same language or if he can do it, I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And it's, it's, it's a lot less intimidating and that's what's really nice about when we do the Growing Up Garage experience. Uh, kids are able to come in and actually change a spark plug in perhaps in the same car that these both of these kids actually mm-hmm. race in. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what's really nice as well is, is you know, it's firsthand. It's not like yes. something not totally against that. So. Huh. And so you have videos of it. Your book is also going to be a part of that. And I believe, weren't you just at the Cajon Classic Car Show? So, so we were. Literally offering the opportunity hands-on. Right. And that's the point of our what we're trying to do as far as like the actual growing up garage experience. What that does is it's, it's just immersing the kids, giving them first knowledge of the tools. Uh, it's great to see it on TV or on a YouTube video, mm-hmm. seeing the kids doing it. But what's really nice is when they get to come in and, and sit in the race car and then see the same engine that's in that race car sitting right there. And they get to change a spark plug in it or remove a tire and put a tire back on using different tools. And, and that, so they can walk away with that is, you know, can really be encouraging and, you know, plant the seed that they just want to continue to learn mm-hmm. whether this trade or just the, the knowledge of tools. Right. Well, and the beauty of it is, too, like I said, you're giving them an experience, whether they, you know, if they want to try it or not. 
So it's not like you have to do it. Like say, hey, if you want to try this, right? Do you use strictly hand tools or do you use impacts? So currently, right now, because of the age level that right. um, we're doing, like our book is going to be designed for that elementary age, you know, first through third grade mm-hmm. sort of mm-hmm. um, reading level that you would be at. So the tools we want to follow that same premise, and as this program begins to grow. The goal would be to have better reading material, more targeted for a larger demographic Mm -hmm. age group. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the tools would follow suit with that so that you still have the opportunity, even if you're a teenager, you never got to do it as a child, that you go, oh, well, this is cool. I don't want to learn how to just use a Phillips screwdriver. Like, I want to learn how to do this with an impact gun. And then it's kind of neat when you see, well, I'm watching a NASCAR event and they're doing the same sort of thing that... I got to do with these other group of kids. It's really just, I mean, it's just something that's powerful and can really encourage them and give them the mindset that they can, you know, achieve more possibly. I'm feeling that there's going to be a series of these books. Well, and you know what? You know what I just noticed? Look how durable that book is. Yeah. <laughs> She little, has been, little sis has yeah, been manhandling she's it. She's been manhandling it, it flipping it and turning it. So, Dad, you obviously have a big picture of this. Caden, how much input do you have? Do you come up with a lot of ideas? Like, hey, I want to teach this. Um, like for what? So the like, I, oh, go ahead. For the book, Caden. So you remember when we were drawing this book. Give me some examples that you used to help me with this. She's going to draw on your book. Yeah, it's. The prototype. Um, so, he's basically been, like, that's why, designing the That's book, why I was trying to give her a picture. I've basically been helping him, like, change some things. What are some of your ideas, whether it's for the video or the book? What are some ideas that you can say, ah, that was my idea? Like spark plugs or the changing of the tire? Or let me ask you ideas? this. Does, it, does the ideas come to your head? When you're at the track, like if something hmm. comes up, you know, maybe you have to check tire pressure, maybe you have to check the oil, and maybe you haven't done a video on it, and you'll say, oh, well, let's do a video on this. Is that kind of how it works? It's basically just been like, he will think of it, and then I will do it. Because you know how to do it. Right, okay. gotcha. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, that, that makes works. sense. All right, well, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we got a whole lot more right here on... Racy Racer Radio FM 961 AM 1170 The Answer Alright folks, welcome to Racer Radio FM 961 AM 1170 The Answer This segment is brought to you by El Cajon Ford Where nobody, absolutely nobody Treats you better than El Cajon Ford Whether it be new, used, service Parts, sales, it's all good El Cajon Ford Go to ElCajonMotors.com or you can go to their address, 1595 East Main Street. They also have a shop or a, a used car lot over in uh, Santee, so you might want to check that out as well. And the service department will work on every car in your garage. So check them out. Hey, we got Dirt Dude on the line. How you doing, buddy? I am good. How are you guys doing today? Doing well. well we got I we got bl- growing up garage yeah. in the house. I can't believe he has a voice after two nights of racing. Well, I didn't have to do much, really. I mean, uh, I had a helper, Bill Grosscruz from uh, Cocoa Paul Speedway, oh. was uh, doing a lot of the announcing for the IMCA TV stuff. And oh, right. So, 
It was fun. Uh, Friday, we went back and forth, and then Saturday, he took a little more control over the IMC stuff, and then I just got to have fun doing our our normal local pure stocks and ponies and stuff like that. I, I hear good news that the world has all been righted because Brittany has found her spring. <laughs> oh, you did the find it? The spring has been found. Where was it? It was with Robert this whole time, but it was hiding in like a wheel or something. So he checked not once, not twice, but he found it the third time. So, so I'm th- it's just one less... One hundred to two hundred dollar purchase because right. it piles up. Yeah, to get back out there. So you were all happy. Your pennies add up to dollars. Oh, so like, those, if you can save a little bit, you know. Yes, that's, that's it. Less zeros are better. So how did it go? Less. I mean, was it as successful as we thought it was yeah, going to be? Was the two day or successful or exhausting or I guess both? Uh, all of the above. Yeah. It was. It was all over the board. Uh, we had a lot of cars show up. I. Was just going through uh, on my page, Dirt Dude. I was just posting all the pictures and stuff. Um, we had videos from uh, IMC TV as teasers that I threw in there. So everything looked good. I don't even know what I had for car counts. We were talking really? like 100. And with the kids and all of our junior drivers and everything, we were probably about 115, 120 in there. Nice. I know we had it over 90 for our big cars. So, I mean, that's that's a good car count. We had people from all over Trump, Nevada. Uh, Northern California, Arizona, um, all over the place. New Mexico, uh, a girl, Haley, no, uh, what's her name? May, my, Miley, Miley Joanne. Oh, came yeah. All the way from, the, from New Mexico. She's and been she, traveling. Did you talk to her about her story? Did I, you find anything about her? No, I just, she I follow her amazing. on Facebook and she's pretty new, but like, get, she's doing well quickly. Okay. So this is, this is what she's got. Rookie year. She is third in the nation in points yeah. for a sport compact. Yes. Wow. And rookie of the year right now. She's done, I think they said 38 races so far this season. Her goal is to do 50 races because if you do 50 races in IMCA, they take your top 25 for your average. Wow. Oh, that's cool. She seems to really be loving it and pretty young as well. And she did good, and she was actually very – Impressed by her track, liked it. She goes, I've never been anything like this. It's something different. <laughs> you guys, it was a totally different race. I it just, it was just, it went really well through all the racing through, through the night. I mean, two nights of it. And then we had uh, drivers that couldn't make it for Friday that came out Saturday. They tore a lot of stuff up on Friday. Uh, some some guys are like, oh, I'm done. I'm not going to be. And then there's, there's you know, the, our local people are like, hey, I got a shop. Bring it down. Oh, we'll, nice. whatever you need. We'll cut it apart. We'll weld it back together. You know, just let's get you back out here for Saturday night. So there's a couple guys that were from, like, Yuma that were like, hey, we're done. We're going to take it back home. And they're like, no. Oh, and then they they thanked a couple of people from the other shops around here. Um, Handwheel Motorsports is one of them. Like, awesome. They took one of the cars down there. And I know um, one of the modifieds, the sport mods, was pretty beat up after the first night. And they had to pretty much cut it apart and put it back together. <laughs> one of our local drivers, though. So, but they had a bunch of friends here that they have. They're all their sponsors that helped them out. Um <clears throat> go through the, go through how the nights went real quick. The uh, Friday night, our first night, uh, Landon Dalton in a junior sprint got a main event win. Bryson Byford in a sportsman in mini dwarf got a main event win. And the Masters, uh, Jason Painter got a main event win. On to the big track, IMCA Sport Mods, Dave Capella. He held off everybody. I mean, there was um, Haley Little from Nevada, um, Ray Schumai from Arizona. There was three, four Arizona cars and, like, five Nevada cars and all of our local <laughs> drivers. 
And so then, and a modified, which was crazy. I saw um, that. I saw the photo finish. Wasn't there an A and a B main? In on. We we had enough cars. To, we didn't have to do B mains. We kept it under. I think we had eighteen the first night in modifieds, and we had twenty the second night. So, um, was it Austin Keithler Kiefer from from Nevada got a main event win? But the funny story on the backside of that is he is dating Alyssa Smith yes. and Tom Smith was there and if you go I have the pictures of it they finished across the line it was Austin Kiefer one or zero point zero 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 seven behind him was his was his, her dad was, right her dad Tom Smith and another zero zero point one zero like behind that was um uh, uh, Matt Hicks oh so so Brad was up on the tower uh, on the on the on the board with us and, and he he had he had snapped that picture as they were coming right across yeah. the line and I posted it I don't know if anyone's seen it yet I've but seen that picture yes There's like a 2-inch black nose in front of a white car and then you can just barely see Matt's car behind mm-hmm. the other side of Austin Kiefer and it just I, that's how close the finish was that night. Thank it was goodness for transponders, I suppose. Oh yeah. That's how we that's how we went back and figured out who got second and how close it actually yeah. was through through transponder times. Yeah. Uh we ran IMCA stock car street stocks. Brian Fitzgibbons strong car nice. came out and had a good run on that one. Um we actually had like people from Nathan Dragon came out and from Pure from Arizona, all over the place. Uh, hobby stocks, at first time I've seen we had a good amount. We had eight there. Um, out of Chandler, Arizona, Joe Peterson got a main event win. And uh, Sport Compact's Macy Constance got a main event win. And in our pony stocks, Dennis Taylor got a main event win. And on our pure stock, Curtis Ryder got a main event win. So that was Friday night. Move to Saturday, so Friday night, the track was starting to come apart in three and four. So as soon as we got done, we cut the track. They flayed the top of it off, and I walked out there. I'm like, "Is this thing? You guys, did you water it or something?" The water was just right underneath the surface, yeah. and it was tacky. Like I was walking across, and my shoes were kind of sticking to it. I'm like, "That's the way it would be perfect." We want it, yeah. Yeah, and it, the moisture was there, so we they they started cutting the track Friday night, getting ready for Saturday. We moved to Saturday now. Um, Landon Dalton came back. He doubled up the, wow. the weekend, got got the double in the junior sprints. Bryson Byford got a double mm-hmm. in the sportsman mini door, so he backed that one up. Uh, Jacob got a main event win in the Masters. And to the uh, sport mods, I, a guy came all the way from Sun Tan Valley, Arizona, Scott Francoeur. Um, got a main event win, but he went to tech and they no. found a, a part. Yeah. He, he got DQ'd and he came all the way out and like his family was there and he telling me, I was talking to him about it. He goes, I had a great time. I got DQ'd for having a full spool instead of a mini spool. And everyone I talked to was like, there's no advantage to a mini spool versus a full spool. The only thing is the full spool you can get whole range of gears the mini spool is set to just a certain amount of gears that you can put in it so that's why they require a mini spool because you have to run a certain gear ratio so basically it was it was just those things i felt bad for the guy yeah he didn't know 
But I, I've talked to people that are like, we didn't know either. And we got one of the nights we got pulled down, they checked for a spool, and we had a full spool instead of a, a mini spool. So it's one of those things is they, they just get it. So um, second place was the seven gate Dave Capella. Mm-hmm. So he got two main events. Yeah, event Kelsey went home with a lot season. of trophies this weekend. Oh, oh, yeah. So, well, at least two for each day. Well, yeah. one for for Bryson and then one for Dave. So, And then uh, night number two, uh, the Saturday night, uh, IC Modified Matthew Hicks yep. got mm-hmm. a main event win. I bet and that man, felt good. <laughs> it was, I got him, I'm posting the next, the next day's stuff too. Another close one, and it was. Like not even a half a second behind him, second place, and that was was that um oh I'm not gonna say because I can't remember. I thought it might have been uh it was the um oh seven I think I'm trying to remember who that was. I third second spot was almost he almost lost that one. So um on to IMCA Stock Car Street Stocks. Uh, Brian Fitzgibbon's got another wow. main event win, so he doubled it up mm-hmm. for the weekend. Uh, Hobby Stocks, Thomas Daffrin from Brawley got a main event win. IMCA Sport Compacts, Kevin Reuter, or Kevin Ryder got a main event win. That's his, He's got a couple for the season, yeah, which is does. good. Dennis Taylor doubled up. He got <laughs> two main event wins, two two nights of wins. Um, Pure Stocks, we decided to do something different. We ran them backwards Yay, on I love Saturday <laughs> on IMCA TV, too. So it should have been pretty good. Uh, Rick Chavez got a main event oh, win at the last my. one. So, That's awesome. That was an awesome race because the was it the thirty six. Uh, Joe Malone led that thing. Oh boy! Had a car the whole night. Led that thing and comes a little wide at it. Was it got the bottom? Rick Chavez comes on the outside on the last lap, coming on turn four, which is one. They flipped around. Oh, yeah. And just and he couldn't. Malone couldn't hold him off. And so Chavez made the pass at a turn four at the checkered flag and got the main event win. Nice. Nice. I heard that Rick had some stuff done. Wayne was working on him. Wayne Robello's been in here. And he hit me up. He hit me up the other day. He's like, Rick's going to have a fast one. So, Mm -hmm. oh, I didn't know he won. Nice surprise. They, they, they do a lot of work to that car. So it's, it's good. And, and fan count was good. I was hoping for like, an amazing night on Saturday. I knew Sunday, uh, Friday night was not going to be like in in our favor because, you know, we're everyone's working. Friday night, hot out. We start like at late, like seven o'clock. You know, during national anthem. Um, we had a good amount of people, but then I figured Saturday would be the best night. It was good. Uh, I was hoping for better, but it was better than what we were thinking. We you know we'd be worse. And <laughs> okay. all in all, it went good. And we're looking forward. You know, next year we're going to be doing another uh, one of these summer shootouts. And then uh, in two weeks, we're doing a race again, August 6th. August 6th. IMCA, IMCA uh, Stock Car Street Stocks, IMCA Sport Compacts. It has Barona non wing sprints in there, but I'm not sure if that's going to stay or not. Because I don't even know if there's a Brona non-wing sprint division anymore because it kind of got disbanded. Um, pure stocks, dwarf cars, and our minis and junior drivers. Yep. Cool. Big purse for dwarf cars. Yeah. John Harris put down $1,000 for the winner. Oh, good. He's going to get his dump truck out there in your way? Yeah, <laughs> his best show of car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told him that. You got best show, but no go, right? Yeah. It's a good-looking car. <laughs> Oh yeah, hasn't been beat up yet. <laughs> He's not broken yet. No, 
Can't keep his door closed, but there it's pretty. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, hey, thanks yeah, a lot thanks for, for calling in, Dave. taking uh, time out of your day, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. No problem. You guys have a good one. Thank All right. You. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. Hi, folks. Welcome back to Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. Oh, now we got him. I have like an echo. A cute. All right. Hey, this segment is brought to you by Paris Auto Speedway. One fast half mile dirt oval slash clay. And Scott Delosio is the announcer. He took today off today. I think he's walking his pugs. But that's okay. We've got a full crew in the house. Yeah. We've some got racers. the Johnson family. We got Caden, Kendall, and Kylie. And, and dad. Uh, and dad. Good old dad. Jeremy. I want to hear what they raced so we can put things in perspective. Right. Oh, but do you need to do the advertisement first? I'm sorry. Uh, I just did. This. Okay. So let me ask. Uh, well, let's ask Caden first. What do you What do you race in this season? So what I've been racing this season is a. It's like a junior sprint. Oh, okay. It's a mini sprint car, mm-hmm. but with no wing. And then I've been racing a mini dwarf, which is a mini sized dwarf car. Mm-hmm. Out at Barona, but we've had kind of a rough season so far. I know we have those seasons. Is it because you have mechanical issues? No, it's just been like luck. Oh, that nasty oh, thing called bad luck. Bad luck. So you haven't been having a lot of luck. No. Do you do? Do you race or drive a razor or why? Why do I hear razor yeah. in oh, yes. conversations? So I also drive a. Go kart. Yes. What motor you got in your go kart? And hundred uh, cc. Oh, KT one hundred Yamaha. Yes. I think so. You think so? I used uh, to race go karts, and and I was racing go karts when Yamaha brought out that KT one hundred. And before that engine, we used to use chainsaw motors. <laughs> McCullough used to use chainsaw motors, and we would go stupid fast. And we could burn an engine up quicker than you can snap your finger. Yeah. But when the KT100 came out, how many how many races have you got on that motor with no damage? About maybe one or two. Yeah. But it's amazing that you don't have to mess with. As long as you don't mess with the engine, it'll stay, it'll stay together. Is it safe to say you work on your cars since you know how? Yes, kind yeah. of. Well, you learn every time, right? Yes. Yeah. Do you check your own tire pressure? Yes. You clean your own car? Yes. How important yes. is tire pressure? Like, it, really important. Yeah. Yeah, do you change it depending on the track? Um, or do you run the same pressure every time? Depends. So it does change. Well, don't you set it up, go out, take some laps, come back in, and then make another adjustment? We sometimes just keep it how... Like the same thing. We don't change it much. What is something you guys change, if anything? What do you come off the track and you're like, hey, Dad, I think we might want to change. My crew chief's least, say, uh, least favorite conversation with me. Yes, I would imagine so. <laughs> well, you probably don't. Maybe you don't no. change so much? No, not really. Okay. Just go out there and run what you brung. So, do you run out at uh, Camp yeah, Lockett? That's where I was going to go. Yes. And Cocoa Pa? Yes, um, we'll be running Camp Lockett next weekend. How do you oh. like Camp How do you like Camp Lockett? 
Oh, he didn't what, hesitate. What do you like about it? Uh, I get to drive both cars there. Oh, okay. Mm. And then... Have you ever ran a go-kart on asphalt? Yes. I actually did my first time about... It's been... What do you think you like better, asphalt or dirt? I know the answer. Um... Maybe. Yeah, we were talking drag racing. See, I've I've done it on asphalt, road courses, and ovals, but I've never done it in the dirt. Yeah. Oh, you're, he's missing out. Oh, I've got invitations coming out of my ears. Yeah, you're missing out. It's a whole other animal. I know it is. It's just a whole, and it's it's a lot easier on you too versus asphalt. Mm. You know, uh, depending on what you talk about. I, if you're crashing, I would imagine crashing on dirt might be a little easier no. than crashing on no. asphalt. It's all the same. At my age, well, none of it's fun. It's all the same. But yeah. I think trying to predict a track is tougher on dirt. Oh, I, I so, totally 100% so, agree. Yeah, but but, um, but if, that's my favorite, and mainly because of my budget as well. But that was my my choice of, of what I raced was go-karts. If you're gonna, so you're going to be out at Camp Lockett. Yes. We have listeners. Maybe they want to come out and meet you. It's a grown-up garage. This is legit. Who are they looking for? What car? Give us the color and the numbers. It's green and black, and then it's number 91, and then Kendall. Both of them are green and black? What's your number, Kendall? Yeah, what do you race? 25. And what are you racing? Uh, A mini dwarf. Oh, okay. Mini dwarf. And uh, a Go kart. Oh, you have a go kart too. Yeah, and a you're gonna race both. Which one have you Ooh. have you driven the go kart yet? Yes. Yes. Which do you like best? Um, the go kart. Oh, really? Yeah. She likes the wind in her. Yeah, she doesn't like the seatbelts. The seatbelts always bug her, so that's in where the mini in the mini uh, So that's why she likes the go kart the best. She started doing racing the go karts at four. So mini dwarfs five point restraint. What's yeah. the go kart? It doesn't. None. Cars don't have any seatbelts in them. Wait, and because you're supposed to eject? Or kind of. But well, the seat is no, I mean, I, you don't want to. No, that's not the idea. Yeah. <laughs> Get away from it. The, you're, the seat is made to kind of hold you in place. Kind of right. cuddle you. But you sit so low and different in them, you don't want the seatbelt. So, yeah, right. kind of you'd want to get away if it's yeah. that it, yeah. bad. Well, you're a half, you're what, a half inch off the ground? Yeah. If, if that. I like the go kart the most because I was starting, like when I was four, I was starting with the go kart first. So, yeah. you have more, you got a lot of experience. Yes. Yeah. Well, and isn't the go kart faster? Yes. yes. Oh, really? Oh, Why? Yeah. It's well, there's nothing to it. Yeah, well. Tubular okay. frame, four wheels, and a motor. Yeah, I mean, his go-kart will do 50 miles an hour plus. And it feels like, what, 60. 70? He's saying 60, Dad. On asphalt, oh, okay. it goes pretty fast. Yeah, I think we clocked it. It was like 59 on the micron. And the mini dwarfs are in like the mid to high 30s, 30s or something? Yeah. Okay. Look at the face. Yeah. yeah. Um, but with the new motor, we actually have a different motor on the asphalt car. Oh, do you? So I would say... The uh, KT100 would be about maybe 60. Mm-hmm. Now, where do you where do you race on asphalt? Um, mostly in around the warehouse. I don't know. Really just... Up in Paris. <laughs> yeah, Paris. They have an asphalt track yeah, up there. Yep. So they Apex, have. They're right next. To oh, the okay. Right. They have like a dirt 
track. So they have two dirt tracks, and then they have their RC car track, and okay. then they have their asphalt track. Gotcha. Have you ever been to Adam's go-kart track? It sounds like they got yeah. enough racing. I hear it's the best hamburger no, on pa- the West Coast. I, didn't, I mean, I guess I should have known you the were family, going there, I the, didn't. The family actually <laughs> put their kids through college just off the, the concession stand of that I go-kart track. I believe that. I, I went through college because of meat, thanks to my dad. But anywho, Dad, you raced too. Yeah, and then the only other thing, so we do do the razors as well. So okay, we're racing okay, the yeah. Polaris razors, so we race those at Glen Helen. Oh, yeah. Um, we, you're saying. So. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, definitely not me. Uh, Caden is. Yes. Okay. So we're racing two different classes of razors, so we race two different cars there. Wow, because so. dwarfs, so, one is way faster. And go-karts weren't enough. No. So does Kendall run uh, a razor? No, not yet. So she's been practicing driving when we go out to the desert, so hopefully... Um, you have to be six in order to do that. Ah. So she just turned six. Um, so she needs a little more seat time before She's she gets She's six and that. she already has two race cars. And didn't you love the look on Look uh, at her Brittany? right now. She's yeah, but so did you cute. see the look on Brittany's face when you said that the go-karts have no seat belts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she no was cage, like, what? No seat No, no cage. No roll bar. So if I were a parent just getting into this, I might want to do the mini dwarf. I'm I think it's just thinking. you know how you drive. So you're like, I don't trust <laughs> myself. Well, I don't right, trust myself. Season. And go-karts have been around a lot longer than mini dwarfs. Oh, yeah. I mean, A lot longer. I mean, Go-karts are like super old where mini dwarfs. There's because a cage for big dwarf cars were not a thing. No, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. and 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 like I said, and you're right. If you want the wind in your face, yeah. but mm-hmm. the problem, the only problem is Just you smiling. have absolutely shouldn't even say this. No protection. I'm very. It's, yeah. I mean, you got big nerf bars. You oh, got nerf bars. You I run mean, the fiberglass nose and yeah. side only pods. Thing is that uh, you can eject. Apparently, whoa. Well, have yeah, you ever been right? ejected? Have you ever been ejected? Did I scare you? (laughs) Have you ever been ejected? No. I've seen someone He's been run over. So so Kendall got run over one time. Um, Another. Big eyes on Kendall. Right over your head. He went right over my head. So when I was turning, his car went over me. (laughs) And all you did was hang on, right? She wants back in, though. That's well, what she likes. I love yeah. it. I, yeah. And now she's got a faster car. So she just got the new 206 in her car. So she's been running that. So how um, fast, Dad? What's um, the potential? That's still like a 30-plus. So but it's still faster than what she was driving. Oh, yeah. Yes. She was in a, yeah. So she, she's done great moving up, and she's really handling it. And So she's excited because why? What do we get? We're actually just wrapped her car so mm. she hasn't even get to see it yet it's going to be the big reveal coming what? up do you know the colors did you have any say any input i know the, I know the pink colors. can you what color what color um, you pink purple and a black kind of like her dress today so and you're 25 you said your number um 25 yes, yes. Okay, okay so, so that's why what you're looking for, for britney's week. sake why did you pick 25 it's because when i was five like five I wanted to pick 25 because it's my favorite number. It's her favorite number. Interesting. Yeah, it's okay. her favorite number. Because Brittany's got 37. He's like, got 91. <laughs> uh, brother is disagreeing with the story. Why are you disagreeing with her story? That's her <laughs> story. <laughs> Big no. I don't think 25 is her favorite number, but I've switched around with numbers and baseball and racing. So you, you, you don't really care as long as you can get on the track, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So when you go out now, you're going to race at Camp Lockett next weekend. Um, I think so. With the you new, think so? With the new skin, yeah, you're race your new go, the go kart. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fun fact is actually she started out in my go kart. So oh. we got me my first go kart, and then Kendall. Once I was too old for that, Kendall got into that, and then I got into the two hundred six. And then she went into 206, and now I'm in the KT100. Okay, but you guys don't race against each other, do you? No. No, she's in a different age group. And that's probably a good thing, huh? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. So let's take a quick break. We got one more segment here on Racer Radio. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The Answer. Ah. All right, folks, welcome back to Racer Radio, FM 96.1. The Answer. Hey, wait a minute. Hey, I'm 1170. The Answer. There you go. Got the Johnson family in. Commonly known as Growing Up Garage. He's having fun with his... He's starting to get silly. Yeah, he's locking yeah. his sister out of, the, out of the studio. Yeah, so that's the thing. It's like they take a little bit to warm up. Even yep. Kendall now is having they're some fun talking. They're warming up now. Yeah, well, we started talking about fun. racing her yeah. car. She, yeah. Hey, she where you alive. been, Kendall? I thought you left. The powder room. We figured you drove off on, in your dad's She's truck. doing circles. <laughs> circles in the lot. So you're going to race this weekend, Maybe. Yeah, 25, pink, purple, and... But you haven't even seen the car, right? You haven't even seen it? Mm-mm, never. Oh. Uh, never, ever. Is your helmet match your car? I don't really know yet. She doesn't know. She hasn't seen it. Uh, what color is your helmet? I don't know. You don't know. I'm guessing black. They usually come black. Yeah. Yeah. I well, think, didn't he do well in his mini sprint this season? This season or last season? I remember walking by your pit area and... So he started off, he, he had a, it was awesome that he got actually first place okay, yeah. in the very first time racing it. He never even drove the car before. And uh, it was like, I told him, just go drive it like your go-kart. Yeah. Just have fun. And yeah. uh, he... And took a win. And took a win. Um, and then, yeah, we've, you know, so we're actually, it's not our car this season. We're actually just renting the car to make sure that it is what he wants to do. Sure. And... uh you know, he's definitely having fun in it. We're talking about the mini the junior sprint. sprint. Junior sprint. Yeah, junior sprint. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely been good, and it's it's teaching him to drive something a little bit different, and and that's Well, good. you've had him in how many different cars now? A lot. Um, so we started off in, you know, his first go-kart, yeah. and then we went to a 206 go-kart, and then he outgrew that. And then we went to a hundred cc dirt, and then we're in a sixty cc asphalt car, and then the two different razors. Where Can you, you just see it? his garage well, with all oh these gosh, cars trailing. stacked on racks? While, while he's not here, where where are you hoping he goes next or in the future? Um, you know, I really leave it up to him. I ask him what he likes to race. Right now, he really enjoys driving the razors mm-hmm. and that's what i ask him like what is it that you want to drive what size razor are we talking about um so it's a razor 170 but he enjoys it's a 230 production car so it's a faster car full suspension is this like a circle track no or like this a is course? on a course with jumps and okay. everything okay. it's glenn that's helen it. yeah glenn okay. helen okay. so we've started to build him a new car uh for that that we're building 
at the shop you right might now. Might be building a second one. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> but imagine I, if I really she sees just how fun it is. So what do you think of the success third. of Glen Helen? Because you know all those homes that are all the way around the track. Do you see it being around for a while? You know, it's it's sad to say, but um, unfortunately. You know, if it would fall to the same kind of demise that El Cajon Speedway did, mm-hmm. where as they continue to build houses, it's right. people move into the house knowing that there is a track, Santa and, Maria. Then they, and then they yep, complain. Santa Maria. And it's like, you knew that there was a track there, yeah. but yet you chose to live there and have changed everything. And mm-hmm. it's unfortunate because, I mean... I still look at the El Cajon Speedway property and just go, gosh, yeah. what a waste. I look at the amount of revenue that that could be bringing in, you know, for whatever programs for the city of El Cajon, just pure tax, like sales tax revenue that that could be generating every month or really every day if you really put it to its full potential. Oh. And it's just like, no, we're just going to let it sit vacant. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what's really sad is because, you know, growing up, you know, not really involved in motorsports as much as I am now. It would be neat to see there are more opportunities, and as more opportunities get taken away from the schools, even in auto yes. shop classes, sure. That's vocational. Where I was, my head went. It's right. just the opportunities. Just the opportunity to do all of these things. That's why, you know, I've been. You know, this is my passion project. That's what I call, you know, growing up garage. As far as you know, that is become the foundation now. So. Growing Up Garage is a 401c3 nonprofit, um, you know, so Weld Tech Designs, which is is the the basically who came up with this, you know, our company. And this is, you know, our passion project is to get tools in front of kids because yeah. without me having high school auto shop, um, you know, back in the day, I never wanted to work on cars. It was never my goal, but it planted seeds that have brought me to where I'm at that I wouldn't be able to do it now. So it's just neat to see how, how things kind of take place, not necessarily in the way that you think that they're going to, but how they all you know kind of play out. Yeah. No, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, I wish we'd bring back Auto Shop, Wood Shop, Metal Shop, Home Eck, you know, because it was, you know, it, it, it motivated me. You know, especially if you like cars. It's just yeah, that no, simple. And you have to find something that is going to, you know, the kids will be passionate about, and then they're going to do the other things as well. So they're going to, you know, if you if you find interesting ways to make math exciting or English yep. exciting. Yep. And you may not like English, but you go to that English class, and you know that you have to do well because if you don't do, uh, you know, well in your in your class that you do really enjoy, it may have been that auto shop class, electronics, mm-hmm. home ec, you know, even a, a finance class, something that's teaching you, you know, important things that you're going to need to know in life. You went and still excelled in that other class or at least did well because you knew that you had to. Right. And Without a doubt. So change the subject a little bit. The magazine, how how far out are you with it? So I'm hoping to have our uh, real um, actual real book here um, within the next month. We've added some pages and, uh, you know, thanks to companies like Bink Designs who have completely drawn this whole book out. I am horrible at drawing. So I came up with a storyboard concept and they were really able with with my uh, very primitive drawing skills and Caden's help in designing this book. 
uh, you know, they were able to actually make it look as good as it is. I right can't believe now. this is a prototype. It looks like yeah, you so are really selling it at hard. Barnes and Nobles already. Yeah, we've really worked hard on this, and we really want, um, you know, our first like we want to give it a hundred percent because we know that we can't do anything, you know, just partial way because what kind of example would that be leading? <laughs> you know, so I've taken some time. It's definitely taken longer than I wanted. Oh, but most things it's, do. It's uh, it's it's really gratifying to see it where it's at mm-hmm. and um, very nice yeah well, how much you. like this has grown too yeah and we think that this is something that can really help out we have two different forms of this book so we have a book like this which you would be able to purchase and that's the goal or you could get it on like an amazon prime mm-hmm. um, and then we have a smaller book that we have that we were are able to like give away at events and, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. allow you to do it doesn't have the stickers in it uh, so it's kind of like a little bit toned down version. But mm-hmm. yes, uh, the goal is to do more of these books and, you know, really have it be a source of education mm-hmm. for kids. It and so uh, so eventually you're going to be looking for sponsors and you have a page for the sponsors. Yes. They have toolbox drawers. Correct. And you mm-hmm. actually can go on our growingupgarage.org and you can actually see a live version of this book on there. You can actually read the book on the website it's going to be like a book you can flip through the pages mm-hmm. as well so we're not trying we want to make sure that it's available to, to everybody, everybody. Okay. and if you do want to get involved in it there is a contact on there um and you can go to just info um at growing up garage or gug usa.com it's mm-hmm. easier than growing up garage so if they enjoy it online they're definitely going to enjoy it but the paperback because you got the stickers coloring right and, and that's where like the really the immersive part of it is, and then you're also getting the kind of the, the word association with it. Like we were talking about, mm-hmm. you're getting to learn how to spell wrench and mm-hmm. how the wrench is used or a tire or air pressure gauge. And these are the common things that, you know, our kids have to use in order to get their race cars ready to go racing. And for our listeners off air, uh, you gave us an example of how Caden helped. It's funny because this knowledge is just so common to him. He thought, well, that's just simple. But not everybody knows. So your example about the well, having the, the jack. With the jack in the oh, car. Oh, yeah. So to me, I was like, okay, you know, yes, we're telling you how to change a tire. And when I was drawing out the book, I totally did not even think about it because, yes, it is like second nature to me. And he's like, Dad, well, you got to have the car on a jack. You have to use the jack. I'm like, well, yeah, of course you know, duh, yeah. you know, so that's definitely one of those things. So he things. really has had input. He just, no, he, has. he couldn't think about it because it just seems so easy to him. <laughs> or I think second that, nature. I do. I think that that's a lot of it is it's just normal. Like, yeah. you know, if you were to like putting on all their race gear, you know, it just becomes second nature yes. where they're just, they're doing it. Hey, you need to get this wrench. Hey, get this. Um, it's not anything out of the mm-hmm. normal whatsoever. Like it is for so many other people, and it's right. just hard because he grew up with it right. to realize, not wait, everybody doesn't know this? And especially <laughs> with summertime right now, uh, the kids, so my wife works, so the kids get to come to my shop at least two or three days a week. Get to. And, uh, yeah, hey, get they, to. They have uh, <laughs> been a, a ton of help there. and you know, they put them get, to work? Uh, actually, they do. They they A lot of our kits have bags in them with hardware, and uh, they do a great job putting bags together uh, oh, okay. for the hardware mm-hmm, for the mm-hmm. kits, for all of our lift kits, for our vans at Weld Tech Design. That's awesome. Oh, that's right. You're the I'm van the crazy guy. van guy. Mm-hmm. Yes. I he came in a nice van today. Vans. Well, every yes. time I get in my 2004 E150, 
Dude, we need to do something silly to that thing. If, <laughs> you if, really do. If I showed you some of the stuff we do to those, you would just be. Well, I may seven. have to. I just got rid of the rust that was on the roof, so okay. I got that all taken care of. I'm feeling a KUSI segment but now. This thing, yeah, it dropped this fan. I'm not a Ford guy, but it drives so well. Why do you have to say that, Caden? Why do you have to say he's not a Ford guy? Well, because it's a Ford, huh? and I'm giving it a compliment. I don't want all my buds out okay. there to attack me. All right, so you're going to be racing Especially at, me. Uh, Camp Lockett Camp Lock next weekend on Saturday, right? Saturday t- and Sunday. So that's what's oh, great about Sunday Camp Lockett. You can camp up there. It's a two-day Saturday and Sunday. All right, event. we got we got to go. All right, FM ninety six one eight eleven seventy eight. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl, three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.